do you think this could be a growing trend? Like, are you one of, among the earlier? Because I do have some Japanese fans I'm aware of, like Yutsukaya. Shout out to Yutsukaya. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be a growing trend, you think? Or is it, are you like kind of uh, unique? I definitely like understand English and, you know, your culture as well, because I, I've been in America for quite a while. So I know the Western kind of things going right, on. Right, right. So, so you're more, you're yeah. more prone to Western culture than maybe your fellow Japanese players. <laughs> yes, I think so. Okay. I definitely think I am in that standpoint. But in my way of thinking, I wish and I am trying, trying to think about how to like make Eastern mm-hmm. players and Western like players. Like Japanese, Korean, uh, Chinese. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Chinese. Uh, any, everyone in our part of the world, Asia or anything. And your Western community, like in Europe or America. Mm-hmm. I hope that, yeah, someday, like you, we get a really big, a big event, which doesn't really involve West or East. You just, every country's dedicated, like, how do you say, commenters are like that there. That would be cool. And you get to watch the uh, event. That would be like so cool. That's maybe one of my like thing I want to see in the future, I think. Right. Like, let's say, you know, what's funny. Speaking of Shmup Slam 3. So Shmup Slam 3 is available in China now because a Chinese Shmupper reached out Ooh. to me and was like, hey, because, you know, China has their own rules about. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <yeah. laughs> anyway, so he uh. reached out to me like, hey, I want my fellow <laughs> Chinese players to be able to watch this. Can I re-upload this on our Chinese website? I think it's Billy Billy. I was like, go ahead. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I was happy about it. You know, I want more. I want more people mm-hmm. to see this stuff. So yeah. maybe a future Smup Slam could have like a Japanese restream. We're trying to do English. Uh. I think we did an English restream. Yeah, we did an English restream of Shmup Mania. So maybe someday we'll get a Japanese restream of Shmup Slam, which would be really <laughs> cool. That's really cool. You guys are doing like the baguette, right? That's the French one, actually. So I am English restreaming yeah. it, though. So that one will be in French yeah, yeah, yeah. and in English. Maybe I can like volunteer to be one of the commentators. Maybe which but... game? I'll write yeah. you in. Oh no 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 no! Not the bucket. Oh okay. No no no. <laughs> just just in general, like former topic. I'm saying this right now. If there are any Japanese people out there who want to restream Shmup Slam in Japanese, feel completely free to do that. Yeah, that'd be really cool. So speaking of uh, Toho and open license, I also wanted to ask you: Is there any sort of overlap between the Toho and arcade scene in Japan? Like. Are there Toho arcade players? Because we kind of have an overlap here. We're we're moving further and further towards that overlap, which makes me happy. Baguette <laughs> is a perfect example. Baguette's actually a Toho group that's now overlapping with arcade. So yeah, oh, yeah, okay. And um, and then Shmup Slam featured Toho runs. Right, we're trying to make that mm-hmm. merged happen. Is that happening at all in Japan? Ah, uh, I don't see the uh, how do you say events on japanese just because like i really don't care much about it in like shooting game perspective mm-hmm. speaking of like arcade and toho there was like a really big beef between those two genres. Oh, okay i want to hear mm-hmm. about this arcade game peoples who like grew up in playing arcades have their like mindset of playing those games on an arcade senders and playing it on a stick yep. right and contrary to that Toho players are like, they play on your home, your PC, your keyboards and whatever. Because arcade scene was really declining after like late 90s Mm -hmm. and in the early 2000s. And seeing the Toho rise up 
around like 2004. Yeah. To, no, no, not 2004. But yeah, it really gained popularity and it gained like massive popularity in here in Japan. Yes. Around like 2010. So I don't know where those like emotions come from. Maybe like envy or like anger towards yes. that because they weren't getting like new releases on arcades. Plus, but like, plus don't the- arcade mm-hmm. people in Japan afraid or they're not supposed to emulate those games where again in the west we're just like yes. let it you know shmup arts let's let maim let's do this you know but <laughs> yeah, i've yeah. heard that you know like japanese arcade players are uncomfortable with the idea of emulating the game like dodonpachi for yes, example i yeah I, we are like really uh i don't know we're really uncomfortable with it not because it's like having like a sl- slowdown or anything but just because it's like completely like ripping from a yes ROM. right and that's like a big deal in japan and right it's okay in like loss perspective like but it's not generally viewed as a good thing to do in japan right. so yeah there are those kind of things and so because like the arcade scene was declining oh sorry i'm going to go back to the topic but so seeing as the arcade going decline and I don't know if it was a envy or anything, but uh, so there was like a really big like I don't want to say war, but Nichan yeah beef Nichaneru yeah Nichan back and forth between the uh, Toho fans and you know arcade cave dwelling guys. So I and that didn't really go anywhere. It just like settled down after a while. But there was some beef between those two、uh, really big genres, even if it was a shmup, because like Toho are kind of weebish. Sorry if I'm be- using the wrong term. No, no, but that's the right term. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I think it's how do you say anime, anime fans, right? Animeish, yeah, animeish, and the cave games are like really hardcore. Older anime, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, old, older. Ghost、anime. in the Shell versus <laughs> you know new anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think those kind of styles like really conflicted. With I could each see other. that. That kind of happens here yeah,、so... with Western people too, a lot too.、Mm-hmm. It's died down, I think,、uh, but it's still it's still there. Most of the people I know really don't really care that much, and to be honest, like because I'm from those, yeah, I'm from the Toho places, and. I migrated to Cave a bit and then came back to Dojin recently. So being on that like side of things and seeing both ends, I think it's a really like stupid war that happened before time. But there are some beef, and I think it's settled down a bit for now because no one's really talking about it much. But you're not seeing any kind of direct cooperation between the two. For instance, you're not going to、yeah. see a Toho.、Mm-hmm. Games show up in a cave-centric、no. event, maybe like Shmup Mania or something like that. Yeah, and you're not going to see. I don't think like that... WTN <laughs> playing Toho anytime soon or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's playing. There you go. Private, yeah. But... <laughs> maybe there was some beef, and I don't think there are any like overlaps on on the genre itself.、Okay. But the people I see really like most of the people like really don't care that much. And I think there are people that dwell on both sides, and the extreme—is <laughs> this the word correct? Like extremists,、yes. like the cave extremists and Toho extremists are like the you know root of the problem. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I think those are like you know zero point zero zero one percent of like those populations. 
and I but, could see how Toho could be considered a bigger threat to the Japanese players than to most Western players. Because, like, to be honest, most of us are emulating these games already. So the difference mm-hmm. between playing Toho and playing Cave to us is actually not that different because we're, emu- you know, we're playing them both on our PCs or on our home yeah, yeah, systems. Yeah. Whereas in Japan, it's like a pretty big difference where one guy is going to the arcade and spending a dollar per credit, you know, every day. Mm-hmm. Another guy is playing on his home computer. And I've heard that like home computers are a lot less of a thing in Japan than they are in America, where like America, everyone has a home person has a home computer. Yeah. But I've heard in Japan, like they're mm-hmm. not nearly as common, like more more people tend to have like yes. consoles and not actually own a yeah. computer, which is like, what? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we have like yeah you guys now. just went full apple and iPads, but <laughs> I, I don't care about apple but <laughs> yes one last mm-hmm. thing i want to ask is have you ever seen an xbox in person do people actually play xbox over there like the shmup people yeah because i've uh, always been interested people. in that okay so i really don't have much friends that play uh shmups i only have like one mm-hmm. or two <laughs> me too within like 10 friends <laughs> And those guys who play shmups has an Xbox okay. on their side, X360. Yes. yes, I have that too as well. Okay, so it's probably somewhat available there then, right? Because I've I've heard funny like mm-hmm. funny stories where I have no idea what an Xbox is in Japan and stuff like that. And it's like, <laughs> is it that bad, or do y'all I, know what Xboxes are? It's yeah, it's it's. I think it's a really minority here. Not that common. A bit uh, like compared to like PS and uh, Nintendo yeah. games, it's like the share is like I don't know one to three percent in console right. shares. Yeah, maybe I had never seen any other uh, friends owning an Xbox other than like the guy who plays shmups or the other uh, friend, two friends I have who played Left 4 Dead. There you go, yeah. long ago. Yeah, Left 4 Dead and uh, Halo. And About Ninja Gaiden, you gotta whatnot. have the Xbox for that. Ninja man. Gaiden, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, that too. I didn't have any friends that played Ninja <laughs> Gaiden, but I-, I know for a fact. So, so one, uh, a few more questions before I head out. Uh, one is, what are kind of your future plans with the genre? You know, you're killing it in Hellsinker. What are you looking forward to in the future? I wrote this down, but I had a really like huge aspiration before I got into Shmup Hellhole. <laughs> And that was to uh, become a world record holder for any game, anything that made you want to play. I wanted to become number one. That's awesome. And yeah, I simply managed to do that now because I currently hold that. My future plan is like I have this like appreciation for Helsinker a lot because it made me number one. And like I have many connections between many people regarding Helsinker. So I want to like giving it back to the game itself. Right. Help gr- help it grow. Like my appreciation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shmup Slam was a really big step towards my that goal. I had an opportunity to like show off how good Hellsinker is yeah. to audiences that watch Slam. And I want to make it grow more and I want more people to see how good that game is. So my goal is to like get in to like GDQs oh, or yeah. something. Oh like yeah. Oh really yeah. Larger that would be events. Cool. Like big events. Yeah. And like show off 
how great this game is. I need to review it for the channel. The first step is for I need to figure out how to play <laughs> it, and then I need to review it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you 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 can make a video <laughs> you can make a video how, yeah, how to, to play, play hailsinker and then the second video is okay now i'm going to review it every time i watch I, it's been in two slams every time i watch it i'm like this game is so cool i just need to figure out how to play it i do own it too so it's, there's nothing stopping oh, me okay. i just got to play it <laughs> it's just that tutorial is like wonky and really hard yes, to yes. understand at first glance so you shouldn't like play tutorial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some other thing for my plan is like getting more scores in Helsinki, I think. I I played on Shmup Slam 3 with an autobomb setting mm -hmm. on, right? And there's another mode which disables autobombing, but like you gain more points. Oh, yeah. Because you don't have autobombs. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to uh, grind that and it's it's a pain, but... I'm trying to get another new score for it. So in the world of Hellsinker, is there a number two player that's close to you? Or are you just way ahead of everyone else? Like, or is there someone on your back um, that you're like, okay, I got to watch it. This guy might overpass me here. <laughs> to be honest, I think I'm running alone right now. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm really That's ahead. the world of shmups, though. That, that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's like, so each character has like really different designs for them. And so, to be honest, like, I think there should be, like, a character board. Right, yeah. My ship and the other person I uh, know called Surosuro, he has a world record on other characters right. as well. Does the game recognize so, that, or does the game not recognize that? Because it's a doujin shmup, there wasn't much people playing <laughs> that uh, harshly. There's only, like, one voluntarily yep. scoreboard for it, and... We just basically upload my our like replays on that site. So <laughs> to be honest, like there's not the developer didn't intend to make it like this competitive. Right. I think it's just the you know players getting stoked on it and really playing it to the brim of the <laughs> brim of the bones. There's no like centralized like leaderboards for any Dojin games. Yeah. I think maybe there is. Mm, I don't but think so. I haven't seen. Any, I don't think Shmups so... have a centralized leaderboard at all, like anywhere. <laughs> no, no, because you know JHA isn't only in yes. Japan, not not for the yes, world. Yes, and so. you have to like follow very specific things, including flying <laughs> to Japan and playing in an arcade to get on there. So <laughs> that's not going to yeah. really work out in the long term. Yeah. You were talking about like those like score things with Pearl. Yes, yes. The, uh, yeah, we were talking right? about Twin Galaxies and how, yeah, ah, Twin and how Galaxies, busted yes. their scorekeeping is too. Yeah, but <laughs> Jesus, they're still kind of so, they're still kind of yeah. busted for shmups too because 
I've been thinking about recently <laughs> submitting some scores to Twin Galaxies, but they want you to basically oh. dox yourself. So I'm like, okay, I'll never submit a score to Twin Galaxy because they want like your ID and all this. I'm like, mm, hell oh. no. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah. The idea is so I guess they can we come and need, yeah. like blow up your mailbox if they make you mad. I, I don't know what the idea is, but <laughs> holy shit. I'm just kidding, but I just don't feel comfortable <laughs> with that at all. So uh-huh. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, never submit that, to Twin Galaxies either. Maybe yeah. they'll wise up and change that. Or maybe they have already. I'll have to double check. But I last time I heard, because mm-hmm. I was asking Pearl about it, why are you like revealing your identity? I'm like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> why are you crazy? <laughs> so awesome any other things you want yeah. to talk about before we head out for the for the podcast i want to know your perspective what do you feel or think is different in japan or from japan with regards to like western or anything like that what was your like initial thoughts of thinking the difference in america and japan oh, okay sure one thing is i feel like I don't understand Japanese culture all that well and that my culture is probably like specifically being in Idaho is probably very different because like just how how we our mm-hmm. social behaviors are different. And even stuff like, for example, I remember with the score glitch, ba- glitch bounty, W10 felt that I was kind of being rude because I was being like very straightforward mm-hmm. and direct. <laughs> my Again, my personal kind of culture out here, like that is considered the correct thing to do to be kind of like overly not getting to the point is considered evasive and kind of disrespectful. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of funny. Like, so I feel like sometimes what my thoughts on like what is considered respectful is probably very counter to what Japanese people feel that's respectful. And so sometimes (laughs) I worry that, Uh you know, there might be a big cultural clash at times, especially with my personality where Mm. like I'm very direct to what, with what I feel and what Mm -hmm. I say about things. And so I think that's probably the biggest, that might be the biggest hurdle that also might Mm. be like kind of refreshing. I don't know if that, how that works from the Japanese perspective. Mm -hmm. And Ah. I also think that just from my experience so far, and this could just be part of my own personality too, is I feel like Americans tend to, and the arcade is a great example of this, tend to be more directly competitive and more like aggressive type of thing. Mm -hmm. And that's kind Mm -hmm. of like, we kind of enjoy that on some level. Like, again, mm-hmm. like the dudes, <laughs> we're playing side by side, we're tra- we might trash talk each other, we might uh. like be more directly competitive with each other, call each other out, be like, oh, you, you suck, or I'm going to beat your score or whatever. And that's like kind of part of the <laughs> culture here. Whereas I understand like in Japan, if you go into a, a Japanese arcade and start talking some smack, I don't know if that's going to be considered like just <laughs> obscene, uh, like you're just the biggest jerk around or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you will be labeled like yeah. a jerk. I so think. I've always wondered. <laughs> yeah, so I've always been a little bit nervous about how some of my mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a pretty nice dude, but I've always wondered if, you know, I might be mm-hmm. considered just way too gaijin for the Japanese audience. Basically, <laughs> uh another thing uh-huh. that I think is very different with Japanese culture, the shmup people that I've experienced so far in the western is I feel like you were saying before that there's more of a kind of tradition in the Japanese scene. There's more of a tradition like JHA mm-hmm. and we play on arcade mm-hmm. and we don't emulate. Yeah. And, you know, there's like this very yeah. traditional aspect. Whereas I feel like the mm-hmm. Western people tend to be much more willing to maybe bend some rules or willing to like do things differently. Like, hey, we're going to emulate stuff. We're going to use video replays. Yeah. We're going to do a centralized online. Online, especially, I think. I think this might be the biggest, actually. 
is that Western people have mm-hmm. to embrace online because we have no other way to interact with each other. We're thousands mm-hmm. of miles away from each other typically. So we have to really invest oh. in the online infrastructure of the scene. Whereas in Japan, mm-hmm. from what I understand, you know, there is the arcade culture where you can literally just go meet the other players in person. There's much more local. Mm-hmm. And I think that really plays mm-hmm. probably a b- huge difference between the two as well. Because, for instance, in Japan, it's not as big of a deal that you can't, that there's not video sharing because you could literally just watch the guy play the run, you, you know, show up and, mm-hmm. oh, well, let me just play and you can just sit me and watch me play. Whereas in the West, if we cannot see that run on video, it we will never see it. It basically doesn't exist. I think those are kind of the biggest, mm-hmm. the biggest separations between the two. Summary, just meeting like younger Japanese players and stuff like that is shifting in Japan where they're because of the arcades decline and just the way culture is shifting mm-hmm. that maybe there will be a convergence between the two at some point here, hopefully soon ish where mm-hmm. uh, Japanese people might start moving more into like, okay, let's do video sharing. Let's do online scoreboards mm-hmm be a yeah. little bit i don't know how emulation is going to play out out there but at least m2 is trying mm-hmm. to help by making official emulation yes. possible with like with uh-huh. like uh destiny and stuff like that so does that sound at all accurate as someone who feel is much more expertise on a japanese culture and with some insights on american culture you being direct to the point is i think like somewhat t- sometimes like regarded very like scary or like right. aggressive in Japanese culture because you don't like go face up and say like why did yes, you do exactly. this <laughs> you, you never say that right. to other people like you just say uh can you can you like do this 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 because this yes yes <laughs> so you have to like ask in a really like indirect way to like really get to the right. point I definitely understand where you're coming from yeah I, I'm much more of a direct guy too because communication is you know it can get complicated tedious it can get complicated yeah yeah it's there's yeah, a lot of shit. That's what I'm saying, because so. there can be a lot of shades of interpretation with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. I don't do well with that. And, I just uh, want directly what you're saying, and I'll pin you down if you don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have yeah. a habit of like, if you're mm-hmm. alluding to something, I will just pin you down and say, is this what you're saying? And then you have to be like, yeah or no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm much more comfortable with that kind of a standpoint, because I don't know, maybe I'm just, I was just raised that way or maybe, but most of the people in Japan, I think they will like be afraid of you. Maybe <laughs> probably. <more. laughs> it's like, oh god, this guy is like really scary. <laughs> maybe I, I can I, be polite I, when I have to be, I but I was bringing that point yeah. up because I felt like because it was with WTN, and I actually have an insane amount of respect for him. Obviously, being a Dodonpachi mm-hmm. yeah. god for me, mm-hmm. for me too. This is just my personal thing, and this may not be shared among other people. That's not just me, but I respect skill so much that someone could basically hate me. Or they could like say I'm a piece of shit or dislike me. But if they were very skilled at the game, I would still respect them. Skill to me is such a powerful force that I always respect it, even if mm-hmm. there is personal differences between two people. For instance, even if WTN thinks I'm a huge jerk, I still deeply respect him because mm-hmm. he's such a strong <laughs> player. I don't know if the Japanese people are like that as well or how that works there. But mm-hmm. I think it's diverse people yeah. to people. <laughs> yeah. I'm much more of the same with you, Mark, I think. As far as my other thoughts on Japan, um, I deeply, (laughs) deeply wish to be closer to you, Japan. I want to be closer to you because (laughs) to any Japanese people out there, because I, the Japan is, you are the nexus of the genre. You are like, you know, the, where it's all at, you know? So I think everyone in the world, Mm. 
just wants a, de- a closer relationship to the Japanese players, the ja- like the Japanese companies, all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Because, you know, you all are the nexus of it. So, you know, a lot of us just deeply respect Japan for that. Yeah, I think like in the near future, maybe like there and I think this will happen, but there would be some kind of a like a fusion between yeah our cultures in some because it is happening in other and places like in fighting games that's starting to really happen yeah like the japanese and the american side are getting a lot mm-hmm. more familiar with each other <laughs> yeah smash ultimate had like frostbite yep. i think i don't and like evo much, japan yeah. when evo was existing yes <laughs> on the more positive side mm-hmm. for third strike i'm trying to remember the name uh cooperation cup uh, that's starting to get more of a connection between, and I feel like that's kind of a closer analog to shmups because Third Strike is a much more niche, historical arcade game than you know like Street Fighter Five or something. And I think uh-huh. in the last Cooperation Cup or the one before, like there was an American team that went and there's like America, there's a lot more like connection mm-hmm. between the American Third Strike people mm-hmm. and the Japanese. It's like becoming closer and closer. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. something I'd love to see happen more. These kind like shmup slams, for example, or any kind of shmup events are like a yes. really good like bonding between these cultural differences. I think so maybe. too, definitely. I think it really helps out a lot for the shmup community as well. Well, that's awesome. Well, did I answer your question? <laughs> yeah, I understood your perspective and how you think and why you thought that Japanese and Americans were different. Yeah, and again, that might some American people are not like this at all. So this also may be the force of yeah. my own personality projecting a bit. <laughs> I'm very gaijin. <laughs> there are more more Japanese savvy American players out there for sure. Like. I'm sure like Iconoclast mm-hmm. and Gus. I think Gus ah. even speaks Japanese to some degree. Trap. Mm-hmm. I think Trap's in Japan. It speaks Japanese. Yeah, he is. I so think. this also could be some of it is I might be in a minority of an, my own group too because I'm just very ignorant to Japanese culture. I'm very ignorant to Japanese <laughs> way of life. And, you know, I'm very American mm-hmm. in that way. So you can like try to understand our culture. Yeah, that's a definite goal of mine. And especially too to like maybe mm-hmm. get a little bit more comfortable with Japanese pronunciation and stuff because I try my best uh, to avoid mm-hmm. it as much as possible because I always sound wrong. I always sound <laughs> wrong when I try to pronounce Japanese stuff. I, I try I like to always uh, use like acronyms or to like go, like DOJ. Uh, yeah. I never say like Diajo, Diaji, Diajo. I remember one time, yeah, uh, Google Translate, this was before I did the channel, when I was just getting into shmups, and mm-hmm. I was trying to learn all these names, and I just relied on, like, Google to tell me what they sound like, and Google, <laughs> I think, thought Diajo was French or something, and it pronounced mm-hmm. it D-O-J, and I was like, D-O-J, D-O-J, <laughs> like, Aju, like, D-O-J, and so I said D-O-J for <laughs> years, and then, okay, it's not actually D-O-J. 
So that one especially I struggle with because <laughs> I mispronounced it for so long. Or I think there's I other ones too. Gwenge, right? That's not how you say it. I always uh, say Gwenge, but it's not right. It's like Gwenge. <laughs> Gwenge. Okay. And I always Gwenge. say Gwenge. Yes. Like Wenge. <laughs> yes. Wenge. In America, there's only like Wang, right? Um. Yeah. So Wang isn't Wang kind of pronunciation, yeah, right? Wang, I don't think. No, it'd be more like Wang, right? Yeah. Wenge. Wang, yeah. right? It, because W-A is like much yes, more of a way. Yes, yes, yes. There's right? not Wang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. And I've heard people say Gwenge. I'm like, is it Gwenge? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Silent E. <laughs> and then there's, and then what okay, about, I understand. What about Gradius? Is it Gradius or is it Gradius? Gradius, right? Yeah, Gradius. Ryu yeah. is Ryu. I learned, I finally learned that one correct, but we call them Ryu for years. Oh, Ryu. It's yeah. Ryu, right? I got Ken right because that's an American name. I've mispronounced so many <laughs> Japanese things. Oh, Pokemon, oh. Pokemon, and it's oh, like po- Pokemon. But like everyone says Pokemon, yeah, right? That, everyone says that, right? but isn't that incorrect? Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, right. Pokemon. We all say Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, I I grew up with Pokemon, <laughs> so I really don't okay. struggle. But <laughs> I'm trying to think of other ones too. But especially with shmups, yeah, I struggle with Diojo. I cannot do it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Of other- oh, Daifukatsu, is that correct? I can get. Oh, yeah, Daifukatsu. I can get Daifukatsu. Because mm-hmm. it sounds a little bit more easy to wrap my mouth ma- my mouth around than how about SDOJ? Sai Daiojo, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got that one. I can do the Sai at the front of it. Struggle with Daiojo, Daiju, DOJ. <laughs> if you want to get, <laughs> yeah. So, so I go with DOJ as much as possible. I understand it, so it's okay. So. <laughs> okay, so before we lose track of this topic, I need to ask you: What is the situation with the actual arcade equipment in Japan? For example. In American arcades, it is not uncommon to go to a cabinet. The stick is busted or doesn't work very well. The buttons are screwed up. You go to feed a quarter in there. The quarter gets stuck because there's gum inside the slot. It's a risk to use a cabinet in an American arcade. I imagine that in Japan arcades, this is the, the fantasy, that every single cabinet is very well cared for. All the buttons work just right. The sticks are replaced and fixed on a weekly basis or how often they need to be fixed and replaced. Is that true? Or do you go and there's a bunch of broken arcade machines from time to time? Okay. So in those like Tokyo arcade places, they always maintain every single thing. I don't know if it's daily or weekly or like skip, skip a day or something, but they always have it maintained and they have this like a small note that says this has been maintained on like say December 4th or something. That's awesome. Yeah, but like if you go to like a real like local arcade n- not just in like Tokyo or Osaka, like in the big cities, if you go like to a local place, they might have like something like broken levers or broken buttons. I I've been there before. So <laughs> there are some places that has those busted things. Like if you put in a hundred in and it doesn't turn on, it's like what? Why? Yep. Yep. Okay. So yep. that you just say you don't get that in the big professional arcades, but you'll get that in the like the smaller rural yes. arcades. Yes. You. I think you'll never get that experience in like highly maintained like Tokyo, like Akihabara Hei, for example, or Ebisen or Mikado. I don't think they'll ever have those kind of problems. Even if nice. you had any problems, 
you can ask like the staff to like, can you maintain this? And so, oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, because the way it works in American arcades is the staff are not knowledgeable in the actual equipment most of the time. Uh, so they'd be like, hey, it's broken. They'd be like, yo, that sucks. <laughs> 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 we need to call a repair guy and he'll be here next week to fix it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's not like the staff can come over and swap out the, the parts and stuff. You guys don't have like those stocks for buttons or levers, right? We have American buttons, American levers. Oh. So the interesting thing about American stuff, I need to do, I'm actually going to buy one and review one on the channel here, is American levers, if you get a good one, they're actually not that bad to use, but they are extremely, extremely durable because mm. we have this issue where people take their anger out on the machines all the time. So like oh. American <laughs> buttons are huge. They, they When you hit them, it doesn't look like that. But the actual button itself is like this massive thing that goes inside the, the cabinet. Mm-hmm. And then the, the sticks are these huge, heavy... I don't know what the resistance system is. It's not It's not a, a spring, though. But they're these really... They're not that different from green sticks. They're just way heavier and way chunkier. But they still break. And um, yeah, it takes like a week, usually, or something for them to get maintained. Wow. Or sometimes months. Wow. I've gone a month. And the stick was broken. I went back a month later. The stick was still broken. So, (laughs) like, yeah. Oh, that's a sad experience. There was a mall I went to that had a Marvel versus Capcom 3 machine with a Japanese stick and Japanese buttons. That's the one time I've ever seen that. Was Marvel versus Capcom 3. The stick was ripped out. Didn't do anything. It was. It'd been like snap because it's a little baby (laughs) Japanese stick. You know they don't. You can't kick a Japanese uh, stick and have it still work. They're much more sensitive, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's the... And then it was just broken because, you know, American arcades don't really maintenance things. So I think the counterpart to that, though, is barcades because they're usually ran by like a hipster dude who uh, loves arcade mm-hmm. machines. So they will normally maintain barcades, but like actual mm-hmm. arcade machines, they, those are much less likely to be regularly maintained though i have been to barcades where a bunch of machines were broken still and i was mad so it it seems to happen everywhere oh man that's a shame that's a really hard experience yeah and sometimes the strategy is sometimes you got to play on the two-player side like that Uh that's like a strategy is i usually play in the two-player side because the Mm -hmm. one-player side is usually more broken than the two-player side (laughs) tends to be broken (laughs) yeah tends to be more broken Thanks so much Twilight Edict for coming on the podcast. Mark accidentally deleted himself saying goodbye, but luckily RoboJo is always a Google search away. Thank you. It was really fun to talk with you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs>